0: Like, Heather, you're, you have you had no sleep either? No. Carl's... Three at, days. Three day, What's the matter with you? Carl's, know. she's not been sleeping... Well, no, it's nothing to do with his not sleeping. You're not sleeping. next door. I Chinese Amanda. I think I'm anxious. You think you're anxious? You think that's what Oh, is? don't start that again. Really? Well, we, you know, we have got quite a big weekend coming up. I know, but I mean, I'm... well. Oh, don't start that, because that'll now panic me. And I'm doing a show on the Saturday as well. you have not, are you? Yeah. Where are you doing a show on the Saturday? Fucking Common. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh Don't When laugh. you say Clapham Common Actually on the Common It's the Race for Life I'm Oh right. Of course you're doing that yeah. yeah but that's quite a few hours Isn't it That's about four, or four hours I think Wow But by, by contrast The Queen's will be a doddle for you Well I know <laughs> Walk in the park Oh I hope we've sold some seats Oh dear I get so panicky
1: There's like three left Or four tickets left Yes
0: I noticed online Because they're, they're house seats Thank you Thank
1: you See you tomorrow See you Sleep
0: I will Go and take a tablet or something Okay Yeah you can get some, you get these things in the chemist now, something calm, yes. ultra calm or something like that, yeah. which are herbal. They're not, they're not addictive tablets. No, okay. You do need to get some sleep though. Have you got a total blackout in your bedroom? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Not anymore. No. <laughs> Off he goes. I nearly saw his bedroom the other day actually. I went round to Anthony's house for a meeting and, um, and because we were discussing the, the show. Oh sorry, Alan Dodgen's here. Oh Hello. Anyway, so back to me, and um, so sorry, nothing, no, nothing. Go on, <laughs> so, so, so what are you going to say? You're looking very Valdunican this morning. I'm looking amazing today. Very Valdunican. Amazing. The bright, elusive
2: butterfly. Of I look loved. fabulous. Yes. You know, I
0: have to admit. I definitely... Well, Patrick McGinty, he bought himself a goat. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Do you know any of those? Uh... No. no, no, because I have a life. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> Do you know, I was in the car the other day, and, and I've been out driving, and I've got my iPod in the car, mm-hmm. which plays yeah. my 4,662 tracks. Isn't it now pretty redundant, though? Well, the iPod... Well, you, well now you've got your new iPhone. Oh, yeah, well, I've got With the new the iPhone, and, <laughs> and it's got all the tracks on here as well. Yes. But then, I, I put, because it, it hangs down at the side of the car, so I've got a, a 120 gigabyte iPod. Right. Which hangs at the side. But then halfway through, I remember getting back in the car... And and I'm I'm used to hearing the mute and all of a sudden I'm not hearing nothing. Looked down at the iPod, it had frozen. frozen. Now I haven't had an iPod. You know where it where the screen freezes? Yes, that's true. You ever had that? Means. Yeah. And uh, well, what you said frozen, like you didn't know what frozen meant. as well no, I, I was just, I was just being dramatic. I just well it was, but it was it sort of dramatic moment but then frozen? Frozen. Frozen. And I then go Today? With the Vicar? No. No, unbelievable. In the library with a crowbar. Matron. <laughs> matron. Oh, Matron. <laughs> matron. Dr. Nuki, <Nookie. laughs> And so anyway, so I looked at it, and for 15 minutes, I'm trying to remember the combination of which two buttons, if it freezes, you hold down. Oh, right. I went through blimmin' everything, because just holding it down to switch off does it not power it off, because it was still connected, it thought, to my car radio. So what's the combination? I can't remember, because oh. <laughs> I pushed two buttons, and all of a sudden it went sh- and I went back. What buttons did I hold down? Not I can't that many remember. Many
2: buttons on it to press down. Yes, on. there are.
0: There are f- on the on the on the oh, th- on the cheap old one. No, but it, no. This is you're talking about the phone. It's not the phone in the car. Oh, right, okay. It's, right. An, it's an iPod. Well, if this freezes. What do you press? Well, you have to power off at the top. Right. And then you've got to hope it comes back to life again. <laughs> but on the other thing, it's got the round thing in the middle. With the buttons the buttons. technical descriptions. Well, that's what it is. And you've got, <laughs> you- you've got the round thing. Do you actually pay attention to what Darren actually talks about when you're no. doing the gadget? You don't listen, listen to do you, it, do no. it, do you? Although, no. no. well, strange enough, I am recording something with him today. Because it's easier for him to explain it to me. So you've got the round thing and you've got... The thing in the middle, then the top is menu, right scroll, left scroll, and the bottom off. Oh, right. And it's a combination of which two buttons you press which power it off. But you've still not explained why
2: your phone has not made this iPod redundant now. Because surely you've got, you know, enough space on that phone. But for then, then if the music. phone rings, what do I do? Lean down by the side of the car? But, yeah, but if the phone rings, you turn the music off anyway, don't you? Or do you talk with the music blaring in the background? But I can't
0: get the phone. The phone is hanging. See, mean? See, see, if... The phone pl- is not plugged into the radio. The, there's a we cable. plug the phone into the radio? Yeah, but there is a cable that comes out of the radio, and so it hangs down the side of the Bentley. And so it's at the oh, side right, of the Bentley. carpet. It's and not... But it's not pushed onto you know, it. Why can't you push that onto it? Because I have to put a new radio in there. Why? That will fit the iPod fitting, won't it? Is are oh. all the same at the bottom? On the radio? Okay. Ninety percent of radios do not have an iPod connector. Okay. How do you connect your iPod to your radio? I've just explained. There's a cable. There's
2: a cable. Well, why
0: won't the cable fit into that? The cable does fit into this, but it's hanging. Right. I'm sitting here. You're not. You're not getting this. Okay. okay. Imagine here. Here is the car. All right. Here is the car. Right. I'm sitting, looking at the microphone, hanging down on this side, on the passenger side. Passenger side. Yes. Is the phone right? If I'm plugging it into the cable, yes. The phone rings. What do I do? Pull the car into the side, lean over, unplug, and go hello. No, you use your hands free, your Bluetooth connection on the phone. Hello? I thought you had a Bluetooth
2: connection on the phone. I've got two. Well, then what's the problem? Why? Because I don't like using them. Sorry, you've got Bluetooth, but you don't like using them. Yes. Okay. So I've that... got hands for it. Two hands for it. Okay. Free. So scenario, scenario. Yeah. At the current moment, you are plugging in your iPod. Yeah. So you have your phone free if it rings. Yes. You're going down the motorway. Yes. Doing seventy miles an hour. Yes. The phone rings. Yes. You're going to answer it with your hand. Yes. What well, you're actually going to pick the phone
0: up while you're driving? No, I'm not. Exactly. I think you take that bit back. Yeah, but but the music dips <laughs> automatically. What? No, it doesn't. The music, yes, the music how dips. It, how's the music going to know that your phone's ringing? Because it does. Don't ask me how. It doesn't, does it? It does. And I tell you, it's standing on a lot of cars, because I was given a Fiat, whatever it was the other day, and well, it th- does my if phone rang, Bluetooth. no, and my, my phone rang and the car radio dropped the volume and I thought... I never touched anything. So I've ja, ja 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 ja, I was parked, and then I put the phone down, and then turn out okay. the music. How came back did up your again. music know that the phone was ringing? I no have no idea. Well, I wasn't connected to this car's Bluetooth. Well, th- that's impossible then. Well, it happened. We can't have it. Did See, I'm
2: not arguing with you about it. Alan, I'm tra- just
0: telling you. No, what no. Happened. But basically,
2: you, this, what you're talking about Oof. is if you've got your iPod playing, and I'm you in the know, car, we're like pushing you, a and talking, uphill, isn't it? it really and we're just talking. The music's going to go down while we talk.
0: No, no, no. It works on music. What?
2: What do you mean it works on music? How can it know that your phone's ringing if it's not connected to it? Listen,
0: there are stranger things in heaven and earth. I know, that jacket of yours. How did they get... I'll have you know, actually, four people have now seen that jacket, and each one of them has said... It looks like a deck chair. No, they've said... it does. See, she likes it as well. Everybody has said... I'm not saying I don't like it. it Even my friend Graham very rich Graham, said to me the other day, he said, where'd you get that jacket from? I started to touch. Well, I will not be touched. I don't care who it's by. I generally either flatten them and lay them out or call the police. That's true. You know, it's, I, I do not do, do not touch me. It's a simple So he said, where'd you get that jacket from? I said, I can't tell you. I'll have to be killed. And then looked at my shoes and he went, where'd you get those shoes from? He went, They're Vans. He did not. S- How would Graham know they're Vans? Because he's a regular listener to the program, and everybody knows that I oh, now wear Vans. Okay. And his his flatmate mm. also knows I wear Vans. And he said t- he said to Graham on the phone, uh, he said, "Where did Steve get his his Vans from?" And so Graham says to me, "Where'd you get your Vans from?" And I said, "I can't tell you." We well, you can get Vans anywhere. Well, don't tell him that. He oh, doesn't know man. that. I go to the Van shop in Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably. <laughs> Probably get them online as well.
2: You can get them in most shoe shops. I
0: don't know. Somebody said you can get them in Richmond. Of course you can. Or where?
2: Anywhere. But you, can't, you can't
0: just get vans. You can. Vans You're are very so... popular. They're all over the place. They certainly are. They're on my feet. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so ever And then Dale saw that jacket the other day and he went, where did you get that jacket from? And I went... Yeah, but it wasn't because he wanted one. <laughs> so he wanted to go shop... <laughs> close the shop down. No. He said, where'd you get it from? I said, it's Marks and Spencer's. Right. And And he went, I'm gonna go and get one. He said it's light, it's casual, it's lovely. He said that. Yeah. He said it's light, it's casual, it's lovely. He said Dale's I'm... exact words. Yeah, light, casual. I don't believe you. I promise you. I swear. Dale said to the God. word. It's light. Yeah. It's he touched it when it's light. He touched you? Well, he just touched it with a sleeve. Right. I've known him longer. Oh right, fine. that's okay. Okay. And uh, so he, he's going to go and buy one. Because when I bought it, please don't ever have a Mars bar ever again. Okay. Why? You are so hyper. It's ridiculous. Two. <laughs> Oh, my God. Don't ask me why I was having a bit of a breakdown. I know. Sorry. I know. Fool to myself. Oh, good grief. This fool a to long myself show. this morning. <laughs> it's it's going to drag this show, I promise you. Do you know, if this show isn't the funniest show that God has ever invented, oh, don't put any the there's pressure no on justice. Us then. There's no pressure on you to be funny. I'll try my best. Yeah. The good news is this morning, and I know that you're all going to be rejoicing with me and be very happy. I watched a programme last night. Well, in fact, this morning. And I didn't know who it was to start with because I, I recognised one of the geeky children on there and I suddenly realised it was George Lineker. You know, Gary Lineker's son? And we've mentioned Gary Lineker's son on the programme before because Gary Lineker's son is... He's a bit nerdy. Is he? He's very nerdy. But in fact, on the programme made by his stepmother, uh, where quite clearly, Danielle Bucks, you remember her, don't you? And um, and, and she's talking about being a stepmother and... He's in the kitchen, and quite clearly, he doesn't like her. He quite clearly is not, you know, it's his stepmother. He likes his real mother, but he, she's separated from Gary, blah, blah, blah. And Gary Lineker's a bit nerdy as well, I'm afraid. Well, his son, George, is even nerdier. And he said, yeah, he said, and you managed to get me into Mahiki for my birthday. Now, we remember that picture because they tried to get him off with some... Uh, it, well, I tell you, that's what he looks like. He's real nerdy. It I mean, he's that he's me. desperately nerdy, I promise you. If you saw him without... You know, he's, is that an old picture, then? He's nerdy. I promise you, he's nerdy. Take my word for it, he's nerdy. Oh, he yeah, sounds, OK, now I found another one. Yeah, that's him there. That, look, that, that's what yeah. he, look, this is him and Mahiki, where Daniel got him in. And her classic line to him was, she said, you know, bit, trying to ingratiate herself as a stepmother, she said, I introduced you to Simon Cowell, didn't I? Is that what she said? Yeah. And he went, yeah, he said, and and you got me into Mahiki for my birthday. And I Ooh. thought, oh, how tacky. Your stepmother goes to Mahiki and Managed to get you in there. And, of course, he was pictured in where they, they were trying to link him with Imogen Thomas, Ooh. the girl from Big Brother. She was the Big Brother Welsh girl who'll hang around with anybody if they're famous, and oh, you get your picture of the paper, Imogen. Oh, I'll do that then. She's... He went out with Sophie from Big Brother. Oh, perhaps it was Sophie from Big Brother. It, but it, it lasted five people? seconds. And then, it, of course, it... It finished.
2: Why do they all want to go out with people from Big Brother? Well,
0: Big Brother people are now banned from nightclubs because they're too stupid. Right. Nobody wants them. And, uh, yes. He does have
2: the same geeky smile in every photo, I find. He is. He's
0: peculiar. Right. He's peculiar. I mean, I promise you, if you saw him on this programme, you'd suddenly realise, I don't think you've ever been out with women before, have you? (laughs) (laughs) You don't look as though you've been there, I'm afraid. He's a little bit, it's all a little bit exciting, you know. I'm sure it Uh, is. He's young. He's not, he's 18. That's young. Yeah, but anyway, so a lot of lot of clubs except faces have banned all the Big Brother people because they don't want to have a downward image. And having watched Big Brother the other night, John James, this is the peculiar Australian who doesn't shut up. I mean, he's like an old woman. He just goes on and on and insists on wearing his tea cosy hat. Here we are in the middle of summer with a heat wave and we're all suffering with the heat and he's wearing a tea cosy on his head. I mean, do me a favour, it's so... Ten years ago, but there again he is Australian, so I suppose we have to forgive him for that. Quarter past five. These are the headlines. As the country marks the two-year countdown to the start of the 2012 Olympics, the search is on for 70,000 volunteers. BP is set to show one of the biggest losses ever for a UK company later following the oil leak in the Gulf of Mexico. And a man's been arrested after a fatal stabbing in Edmonton last night. A 43-year-old was found collapsed outside a house. Check out the state of the roads. Again, it's always when I come in that they've closed off that road by Earl's Court, so you have to do a 1,700-mile detour (laughs) through the desert, you know, out through Afghanistan. Oh, it's just ridiculous. (laughs) Jay Louise, good morning.
2: Thank you very much, yes. The A4 Cromwell Road, still closed, heading... 18, no,
0: 17. Minutes past five, it's Steve Allen's early breakfast. Gooey. Hello. How are we all? And being Tuesday. Try and keep up today. Try and keep up today. Alan Dodgen is here. Jason Manford. Up until two weeks ago, nobody'd heard of him. He was a comedian working the... Yeah, he was a comedian working the... The papers never featured him. And he was doing quite nicely. Mm -hmm. Now he's in the papers all the time, because he's going to be doing the one show. Oh, whoopee. With the... It's supposed to, hi, you. Because she's uh, she's gone off to breakfast television. Uh, Now it's with the, hello, how are you? She's Welsh girl. Oh, that was Welsh. Looks very similar, yes. Anyway, Jason turns up and uh, gets on Ryanair, but he was late for check-in, so they charged him 40 quid. So he moans about it on his Twitter, and uh, now I was going to say, if you really are a cheap person, which quite clearly Jason is, you're not going to be getting Ryanair. They've got rules, and the rule is, if you turn up late, you want to get on the flight, you pay. Yeah. If you don't, go and get another airline. Stop being a silly little girl's blouse. Anyway, staff levied the charges. He'd not followed the instructions to check in four hours before takeoff. He's only going to Blum in Dublin. You've got to walk so it quicker. So you got to check in four, four hours. hours. Four hours. He was going from Manchester to Dublin. You've got to check in four hours. would be quicker to drive? In the I military? thought it would have been quicker, actually, to push the bloody plane there. I was about to say. But, uh, anyway, a Ryanair spokesman says, Jason's Twitter post is simply an admission. He didn't read the terms and conditions when booking. Absolutely. And, Jason, next time, why don't you fly somebody else? And well done for giving them advertising. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, to be honest with you, you know, if, if you fly them an EasyJet, they're budget airlines, you know, if you fly a budget airline, and we've seen them on the television program, people say, I've got to go to a funeral. Liars. They don't have to go to They just say that. Can you, but can I get on the plane? No, you can't. Why? Because it's just taken off, isn't it? It's flying. Yeah. And generally people turn up drunk. And they go, I, I get, no, you're not letting you on. Why? Because you've had a drink. Well, so? <laughs> what airlines so do you on. go with that they're all drunk? I can't name them on this I was program. I to say. Yeah. Everybody, you get loads of all the flights coming in from Spain. A lot of people are drunk. Going out to Spain's the problem, not going back. I didn't say the crew. No, he didn't. No, I didn't he mean didn't. Mean the crew. I didn't need the crew at all. Don't no. put words in his mouth. I didn't God, mean God like blimey, this. honestly. What's she trying to do to me today? I don't know. You never mentioned the crew at all, who might or not had quite a few drinks. Exactly. In fact, actually, we have had quite a number of pilots who've had uh, loads of bevies. I seem to remember there was one only a short while ago mm. who was taken off because he had a couple of sherbets. So, yes, I did mean the crew. I've changed my mind. I did you mean the crew. You've turned it round now. I've turned it round. They're running a bar. Mm. I think as you go on, the stewardess is sort of necking a few, few bottles of Bex. I tell you what, I do wonder... With a fag to... on as well.
2: I do wonder sometimes when I go into the airport, then, you sort of see... You know they've got these, like, the, the English pubs that they set up in the corners of the airport. Uh-huh. And Yeah, yeah. What airports are you going to? Well, any airport. Well, where? Where, uh, where? Gatwick, Heathrow.
0: Well, where is well, Gatwick? Got... I know Gatwick quite well. Where? Where? Which, which, which particular terminal we, are you in? Where North or south are yes. you talking about? Which one is it? Which, which one do you terminal? Go to? Well, I go to both. Do you? Yeah. When you fly and somebody set up an English bar. No, there's lots of these English style pubs in these what um, have you been English so what people speak it's English. Like a pub. Supposed to Polish. As a what, what? Well why? Why no, would they no, be? No, no.
2: Instead of a bar, they've got your normal bars and they have yeah. the English pub. Well where like, I've never seen them. They're these. in all the airports. What are they called? Pubs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but when you go into well, them Well I've never heard of them. Look,
2: you're missing the point of what I'm yeah. trying to say. Okay. You go into them you see the and you see the, the youths who are going off to their
0: Ibifa. Yeah. And they're all sitting there drinking, but they're never looking at the times or what time the plane is. So no wonder they always miss we the planes. Well, why, why do you need to worry? Ladies and gentlemen, the flight to Malaga is now boarding. Yeah, but they never hear it. Don't you watch well, that makes it on TV and you I see it's yeah. going off I do, yeah. But I'm them. assuming they're just doing that for the TV crew. Oh what they just sit there. They just the sit pants. there. You know, there's a camera crew on that. We don't need to move because the camera crew's on. So they can't, can't, take us. <laughs> can't take off us without us. Can't take off. It's very good point. Yeah, it's a good point. Isn't yes. It? Okay, like it's pretty good indeed. I tell you what, they showed the other day on the TV. Very funny. And it was come dine with me. very funny, was it? It was very funny with Edwina Curry. Oh, it would be hilarious. And Christopher Biggins. Oh, we've seen this one. You've talked about this I know. before. Yeah, but it's, it just reminded me again how funny it was because I laughed all the way through it because <laughs> Biggins comes out and he just Amanda get the insulin. He just laughs. And it just makes me laugh as well, which is funny. Jed mm. would make me laugh probably for all the wrong reasons <laughs> always do they were out on the town the other night President around them still dressed up like two bookends i'm afraid the album has been absolutely slated but the army of jedwood fans might actually buy it and uh, and they bumped into wayne rooney wearing one of his multitude of outfits how did they actually bump into him is he just happened to be in the same place yeah all oh, right <laughs> and they happened to have a camera crew with him it's not so, really bumpy yeah, is it and so so wayne was wearing one of his uh, his classy chavvy outfits pair of jeans and a cheap top does he actually look happy to be with him A little bit difficult to sell with Wayne Rooney. He had just come back from holiday in, uh, apparently, um, somewhere. Barbados (laughs) or something, I don't know. Right, Okay. Uh, The boys were staying in the Mayfair Hotel on Sunday and Rooney was there with his manager. They got talking and ended up hanging out all night. The boys were just drinking water, though. Sorry, he hung, hung out with them all night? He hung out with them for a few minutes. About 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, about minute. 20 minutes. yeah. And then they had a picture taken uh, with sort of Jedward, because they, they don't drink. Although, don't you just wish, ladies and gentlemen, that you could see them on drink? How do we know they don't drink? They say they don't drink. They drink water. That's all they drink, is water? I don't think they do drink, to be honest with really? you. Really? No, I really don't. I mean, I don't think they're all there upstairs, but I mean, that's that's my opinion. Have they still got the spiky hair? Is that yes, the trademark? Yes, yes, the, the trademarks by. Oh, it looks terrible. It does look a bit silly. The one on the
2: left's got longer hair than the one on the yes. right. Yes.
0: The trouble is, I have seen them with their hair down. What does it look like? They look a bit nerdy, I'm afraid. They um, look like they should be <laughs> with George cur- Lineker. Is it like curtains? It's a bit like curtains. It's a, Yes, yeah. they, they do look like a bit nerdy. But one of them talks and the other one... Doesn't. Kind of doesn't. Just smiles. Yeah. He, well, he, he, he does talk, but the other one says, No, I'll speak for you. You And they, they live with their mother. What do they sound like? Sorry? Is that what they sound like? No, they're Chinese. Oh, right, okay. And they've they've just moved into a new house. Have they? Yes. By themselves? By themselves, away from Mummy. Ah! Uh, But not for long. It's for a reality show. Oh. Oh, no, they're not doing a Jedward reality Uh, show. They are, I'm afraid, yes. What do people want to watch them for? we are not doing anything. Oh don't no. I don't know. Okay. i really really I mean, To be honest with you, I've got no idea what happens. <laughs> That's what's in life, generally. <laughs> yes. Are, are, you, are you watching Don't Stop Believing? <laughs> I saw a little bit of it the other day. It is ghastly. It is. It is ghastly. I mean, it really is. It's, it's a mix of all the other reality, um, singing shows put together. Yes. Mm. Yes. Emma Bunton's quite sweet, but she doesn't really have a grasp on it. And the whole programme is just, and the, and the, the, the panel are a bit naff
2: i can't remember who else is on the panel anastasia
0: yes duncan well, james good. duncan james is all right a camp choreographer who apparently did lots of shows in america but nobody's ever heard of him nobody's ever heard of him right. at all but he does wear a funny hat right and uh so that of course makes him a choreographer but are any of them actually qualified in that have actually managed people before no they haven't managed people but they can spot talent but have they ever managed no, in the so? same way I, I can look at you here we go uh, Go on. No, us so go on, Say it. No, and, no, and I, it's I can tell what your chosen career would be. What would you say my chosen shelf stacking? Ch- yeah, well, you're quite right. Yes, yeah. you see, from an early age, Alan's ambition was to reach the top shelf and put the the beans it on it. That's why I now have my little uh, craft shopping. You certainly it? do, and yeah. you like that craft shop. Well, it,
2: it, well, until people were stealing deck chair covers yeah. for
0: jackets. There's a lot of that going on recently. Seriously, a lot. The very light, and. Yeah. Very likely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia says I'm driving a courtesy car at the moment. Yesterday my phone rang and my volume went down. Yes, but was the phone connected to. She's driving a courtesy car. Yeah. I drive lots of courtesy cars. Yes, but this... Well, I was driving and a courtesy all got Bluetooth car. And they've you know, am I facing the wrong way? I'm driving a courtesy car and the music dipped. I can't tell you how or why your it Your phone just was did. obviously connected to it through well, Bluetooth Well, it wasn't somehow. because I didn't have my Bluetooth well, then, on. Uh,
2: seriously, I can't believe it's impossible. Yeah, but Sophia's phone did it as well.
0: Well, she was obviously connected to the Bluetooth.
2: Something has connected your it's phone to it. It's a courtesy
0: car. She didn't know. When you get into a courtesy car, you're just grateful that it goes in first, second, third, fourth gears. Well, it depends what courtesy car you're getting. Yeah. See, if I
2: get a courtesy car with mine, mine's a nice car. What do you get? Well, a courtesy car mine, yeah. I get a choice. I can either have a Vogue, a, a Vogue? Land Rover Vogue. What's, the, what's a Vogue? What? You're Vogue. driving around
0: in a magazine. Excuse me, it's much more expensive than your car, thank you very much i oh right, so we're going to do snob value. Well, you, start it it. You, you started. I bet you anything, it. if we drive down the road and there's a load of tourists, I know whose car they'll be taking photos of. Yeah, mine. It it be with be blacked yours. out yours? It won't be of yours. It bloody
2: will be. Yours looks like it's an old banger going down no, the road. In they the never green. take
0: pictures of it. I've noticed. I've been behind you in your car. Oh, so we do a little and wheel nobody takes any notice of it. Nobody. No. And uh, my car, people wave. I've parked my ca- I could park my car outside here, and people would be taking photos of it. No, they take taking I have photos it, have of a that lot. jacket.
2: That's what they're taking and, uh, the photos of. <laughs> I'll tell you now. People take photos of, who? Who photos
0: of my car. Who? Who takes photos of your car, apart from listeners who are looking out for it? Because no, you tell tourists. Almost I've had tourists, and I parked behind Fortnum & Mason's a few weeks ago. And as I came back to it, there's a couple having their picture taken with it. Right. I Seriously? I charged them, charge them £25. Oh, that's good. An extra yeah, 25 yeah. for driving around the square. Oh, well done. And uh, They were Russian, and they were very grateful. That's great. <laughs> Reality. Says, why did you have that Mars bar? Why don't you mind your own business? What's it got to do with you? Don't start me today. Don't start me today, I tell you. I've had a Mars bar. Well, there are two Mars bars. I don't know why, actually. I can't believe I had Were they two. the mini ones or the big ones?
3: Mm.
0: Oh, you didn't? Mm. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Uh, not normal, is it? No. Uh, Gary says, I saw a bit of Katie and Alex last night. Was it my eyes or was he wearing loads of caked on makeup? Quite clearly, it's television. You have to wear makeup on television. I didn't see it, actually. I was better things to do. I was watching next door's cat. Um. Oh, I knew there was good news. Good news. Good news. I got a little bit worried uh that he wasn't going to get a job after he left GMTV. Oh, no. What? Is it are we talking about Ben? Yes. Oh,
2: has he got Thankfully, a
0: job? Thankfully, Ben has got a job. Oh, Hallelujah. I w- we we did get a little bit worried. I I'm in particular was getting particularly worried so thinking sleepless nights. Yeah. Because his his agent said that when he he quit in in January, mm-hmm. uh, he had loads of stuff lined up. We weren't actually sure what he had lined what, isn't he up. Supposed
2: to have lots of things lined
0: up in America. They
2: said. I don't know. I
0: don't know. I don't know. But anyway, uh, he's going to anchor dozens of live matches of football on Sky Sport. No. Now, th- this is really sweet. What? But he? Ha- sorry, sorry. He's, well, he's obviously decided that sport is the way forward, and daytime television isn't. Are we talking about the same Ben Shepherd? We are talking about the same Ben Shepherd. An inside source says. That uh, it, it, last night it was it was it, wasn't, it was his in, agent. <laughs> wasn't entirely clear which matches Shepherd would be given, but inside sources confirmed they would definitely include high-profile Champion League matches and some Premiership games. Now, to be honest, uh, Richard Keys has presented the show since its launch in '92, and it's believed Ben Shepherd may be groomed as his long-term successor if and when he decides to leave.
2: So he hasn't decided to leave anyway.
0: So if he hasn't decided to leave, Ben Shepherd is still sitting there twiddling his thumbs. Apparently they've got high hopes he's a sports nut. Unfortunately that doesn't qualify you to commentate on matches. You know, I'm actually a fan of sort of, you know, hair gel, but I couldn't do a programme on it.
1: London's biggest conversation.
0: Hello. Tuesday morning. LBC 97.3. It's Steve Allen. And Alan Dodgen. That's me. That's you. Actually, just going back to Ben Shepard uh, uh, in the papers. Yes. And uh, reading further on, it says, Another source told The Mirror how Shepard impressed Sky bosses in a number of top-secret meetings over the last few months. Top-secret. <laughs> in other words, they couldn't believe what they saw the first time. Exactly. But let's bring him back in again. So he comes in again, and the source added, They've clearly got high hopes for him. He's a sports nut, in particular rugby and football. He sees his future in sport, not in daytime television. In other words... There's no offers on the table for daytime television. Exactly. So let's go to sports, which in other words, might as well disappear now. Didn't you do the Krypton Factor? Dreadful. Well, I know it was, but didn't he Dreadful. do that? Yeah. Uh, no, it was. It wasn't. Yes, it was a version of so it. So the high-profile games he's going to be commentating—is that include yeah.
2: Talky versus Bogner?
0: Yes, I think the torquay Bogner game is going to be top of the list. Seriously, that's going to be a good game. And he'll be holding holding his own camera as well. Oh, really? In front Multi-talented. Of him. And the trouble is, I mean, that that's really where he sort of disappeared to. They say that the deal could be worth four hundred ninety-five thousand a year. Wow. That's what they're saying here. Wow. Is, I think this is somebody trying to overhype him up because I've never heard him commentate on football and you've got to know what you're talking about
2: oh well and
0: i'm not totally convinced yeah, he, he might play football He might enjoy having kick around with the boys mm. but i think that's about as far as it goes you know there's people taking photos of your car yeah yeah well graham's got the answer it's the traffic wardens because <laughs> you're illegally <laughs> parked how funny yeah. yeah but of course we don't really worry about things like that do we we're not particularly bothered about tickets from traffic wardens because i never park illegally no and you never use your phone as you're driving certainly don't no well done. absolutely not i am a, a law-abiding citizen so george you don't need to worry you know, it's, it's all yeah, going George very Yeah, George is well. panicking about you. He's in Ireland, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny here. They, 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 uh, Sue Sue Carroll is talking in the paper today about uh, people castigating Billy Piper because she was caught smoking the other day with her child, and uh, mm-hmm. and the photograph made it look as though she was right next to her, right next mm. to the child. It was in fact she was quite close, but she wasn't. Anyway, it's her child. Couldn't care less. She was just making a It's her business. You don't stop next to every car with some old, you know chav sitting there with a fag on with big hoop earrings and kids in the back and go excuse me that's killing your well, child well you do
2: but that's, that's well that's different yeah. yes
0: <laughs> but it says here uh, by sue carroll she says uh, she was caught smoking outdoors have we really plummeted to the depths of political correctness when a caring young mum who dotes on her young son and gave up fags in pregnancy is vilified for lighting up on a warm summer's day it's hardly freebasing this is from sue 50 a day carroll let me tell you i mean she's absolutely what i call a hardened smoker and the ravages of time on Sue's face have now been ironed out by surgery. So, she, because that is, smoke, I was talking to a friend of mine last night. Smoking does age you. Of course it does. And I don't know why it ages you. Because I'm now drinking more water than it's healthy. And my skin... Your skin looks fabulous. Thank you. Bless you for it, that. You know, it really it does, does bless look Bless you. Well, that's really... And you look good... I know. I anyway, look good. so um, You'd have to, seriously, you can, there's nothing you can right. say to me today. I know I look very good today. Yeah, so it's fine. What do you do? I mean, ever since I sent you the picture of Val Kilmer and the album, you've obviously decided to model yourself well, on there. I'm the surprised television. you don't have sort of a medallion round your neck just to <laughs> complete the ensemble. You're just jealous. I, 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 I am jealous. Yeah, I know you are. I, I am tell. jealous because yeah. you look as though you're going to have a job in one of those music shops where we're doing songs from do you know the 60s and the 70s. you know, what? I, don't 70s, do you know like why I don't care? Dancing like that, aren't you? Because I'm on holiday tomorrow and I just don't care. Are you? I am. You yeah. know I am. And, and, and you think you're, you're flying off, do you? I, well, I know I am. Yeah. Yeah. You won't be by the time I've customs. Oh, by the way, there's somebody called Alan Dodgen. Private jet. You know the crack Private in his jet. bottom. I'll tell you, you'll be in customs. That was my favourite gag. What was it? It was the the little kid at school. He said, my mother's Irish and my father's Algerian. He he said, we spend most of our holidays in customs. (laughs) <laughs> it's one of those great old gags, isn't it? No, you're, you're going to love your holiday. I you know really I am. Are. I know Where I am. Where are you going? Cyprus. You know How this. How lovely. You know this. Yes. That's good. You'll have a really good time. You're going to Nathan's Field, aren't you? Well, apparently so. That's what you've, the you. The Field want me of to Gold. Do. Yes,
2: I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Apparently, I'm. I'm to sunbathe in the back of this garden. You right? are. With, yes. With, yeah. Just your little speedos on. I well. intend to. I'm going to be showing off this gym-toned body. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. No, I had a chance to see when you say gym-toned.
0: Here. That is. That is Jim who lives down the road, is it? That's quite right. Right. Jim. Jim toned. That's tone number <laughs> also, because th- there's no way that you've actually been in a gym with that body
2: oh, oh, oh jealousy no no, Listen, no 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 live on air. Alive Alive on air live on air i think you
0: find the weight i bumped into a friend of mine the other day i have not seen him for about four weeks and he didn't said he say bumped, did he like fly across the road he just hit the bonnet of the I car expect. and uh, <laughs> while well, you were on the phone <laughs> yeah, i was on the phone i didn't see him and then the music bang, didn't go down at the, the music didn't drop down the next thing i saw him <laughs> flying through the air, and he waved and i waved back <laughs> <laughs> As you were leaning over <laughs> I went, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sad. sorry. No, and he said to me, he said, stand up. So I did. And I, don't, I don't mean bump on my head in the garden. So anyway, so I, I stood up and you went, God, he said you've lost some weight. Well, you have. We've yeah. all been saying this. I put on one of, one of the jackets for the show in Hornchurch. Sparkly. Sparkly. And uh, but they, they were sort of nice. No, no, well, I tell you. Does it fit? Much But. What do you mean it fits? Of course it fits. No, I mean, is it too, isn't it
2: too baggy no. on you now?
0: No, it's it's just beautiful. Oh, right. Just beautiful. Is it the black one? Uh, I'm debating which, which colours to take. We have to do black one. No, I'm not doing black. Why not? The black one looks best on you. No, I'm, I'm not. it's not. I'm not telling you which colours I'm taking. No, I'm not going to be there. I know, well, exactly. Well,
2: mouth it to me. Mouth it to me so nobody can hear. That's not <laughs> what. <laughs> do it again. Yeah. Oh, right, OK. Yeah, you got that one. I've seen that
0: one, haven't I? Oh, you've seen them all. Oh, right I took them all to uh,
2: Croydon. Wouldn't that one be a little bit too bright?
0: No, no, the, oh, right. the other one is going to yeah, be... Yeah, that one little... is too bright. Well, I'm taking that one as well. Well, why you... That's Because bit... they want that one to start with. No. Because that's but... really bright. Yep. Yeah, but... Which one?
2: I know that one, yeah. know, one but th- That's, that's the, one the one
0: that nearly killed people well, when we did the first show. You need to spray it. Yes. You you gotta gotta spray don't it spray. It. I don't want to spray I don't want to spray it. Otherwise oh. nobody can see oh. you on stage. It's going to be
2: like God appearing
0: on stage <laughs> in <this> bright <laughs> light. Giant mirror ball. <laughs> you know. Big Mars just, bar in mouth. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm not having another Mars bar. I feel quite sick actually <laughs> thinking about Mars bars. But uh, never mind, it's not my fault. Um, other stories in the, in the papers today, apart from the, the good news about Ben Shepard, which, uh, which I do like. They're saying to the government, excuse me, can we now order today... Salt, because if we can have a hard winter, we don't want any silly girls' blouses coming back from the government. Going, well, we're running out of salt. Order it now. Try and be a little bit, you know, have a bit of foresight and say, right, let's order the salt in now. But I thought we did have a lot of salt ordered last one. It just happened that we had an exceptionally bad winter. Well, you remember that last year, sli- uh, supplies ran <laughs> ran perilously low. Got the injection waiting. Thank don't worry. you perilously low and so it we had the worst weather in the UK for 30 years yes and so and they were That's going what I mean. we're running out of running out of salt yeah but we had to so order it in now yeah but get it in now while it's available but it's not didn't like we how of... much to order that was the point of wrong. well last I think time. a couple of extra sacks should do it just what just... do you reckon <laughs> a couple of extra extra two pounds of it what else just a couple of sacks here and there a couple of sacks <laughs> Of course. Oh, fair enough. Cameron Diaz loves
2: that Top Gear. Oh, that was the best what? episode ever. Oh, really? It really was. There was so much that went on in that episode. The whole piece that Jeremy did on Senna was amazing. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. I was, I've lost the thing here. Angelina... not interested at all? I'm not interested <laughs> at all. I've got no idea what I'm listening to, actually, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I'm trying to find a story in the paper today. And, first of all, uh, they made big, big play of the fact that Fiona Phillips went back to GMTV. Yes. And Ali Ross calls her, um dizzy imbecile oh she's just fun on there yeah but why go b- i don't understand people leave television and they say right i want to spend more time with the kid and then the next thing so i'd like to come back? yes i'll come back straight away and so back they go it's we had it a short-term with... gig yeah i know we had it with, with fern as well and uh, and fern right i'm so i'm gonna spend more time at home and do it and, um, no couldn't wait to get back on television again well. i like her though i do like her. yeah i, like I think her. she's tough as old boots
2: of course,
0: I bet she's. I bet Fern behind the scenes is tough, tough, mm-hmm. tough, 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 tough. But I was trying to find Angelina Jolie, tough, 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 you? tough, tough. Yes, <laughs> so do, doing what? Is there an article on her? No, there... no the, the, well, there's not an article on her. There is a, a picture of her arriving at the airport, right, with her with her children going Ryanair. Is she? I don't know. if She's going Ryanair, but here are her her children. That's Maddox, Pax, Zahara, and Shiloh. What? It sounds like the pit things. ponies, doesn't it, I'm afraid. It really doesn't sound like children at all. And uh, they're all adopted, barring one, I think. So that's great. So she really has, barring three. No, she has more. Oh, she's got six. Good heavens above, it's enough for a football team, ladies. Almost. I mean, it's, it's almost a multicultural family in one. In I think the, it's great that she's adopted so many. It is quite good. God knows what they all think of each other. Well, probably brother or sister. Well, I don't, do you think so? They say Angelina, thirty-five. Is she? Is and that so, what she is? I know. Well, she, you, you read this seriously. The, the, seriously they've said thirty-five. Isn't it awful? Well, she's older than me. Sorry.
3: Oh, nothing.
0: What? Older than you. Yeah. Nobody's older than you. Don't be Please. silly. Paul Gascoigne has been told uh, not to die miserable, penniless, and lonely like Alex Higgins. They say it was his sporting pal. The one thing you don't want is to hear at the end of the phone, "Hey, hey it's Gazza here." You put the phone down straight away, wouldn't you? It's. Uh, sorry he's welsh as well yes i don't, i can't do any you can only do welsh today i can only do welsh i'm afraid yes. today welsh and chinese yeah, how are you how, how you no, that's irish is it how you know how you know Power shower that's, uh, that's power shower i changed my shower curtain this morning <laughs> did you, i did what oh, two in the morning at uh, two in the morning i changed my shower curtain. why because I, every so often I, I wash the shower curtains. Oh, well, you should, yes. Oh, should you? Oh, right, okay. Well, that apparently, is. that's what people tell me. Oh, mm, really? but oh right. I don't have shower, um, shower curtains, I have a door. Oh, I don't like a door. That means you can see right through it. You can't see right through it, it's a wet room. Oh, so, oh right. Oh, oh, the whole room. room you're naked in? Well, no, one end oh, of it. No, oh, no 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 no, 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 so no, la, no, 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 no. No, you go naked in the room. Well, yes. Paul O'Grady, I went to a party at his and Brendan's house years and ago with Dale. It was some I forget what it was for. And um and his his whole bathroom was a wet room. So you've got a toilet and then the floor all slopes slopes down in the middle. Yes, that's what mine does. But and to you one think, to one end. Oh <clears> no. Why not? Why? Well, that's we didn't not get anything normal. else wet in the room. Yeah, but it's it like standing in the middle of Wembley Stadium with no clothes on and a power shower. That's Sorry, like really so not how, nice. How on earth do you compare? I the like two? to be in a small room.
2: It is a small room. I like to be in a
0: smaller room. A smaller room. Yeah. Right. You know, I like to. You know, if if I'm standing in the shower, I like it a little bit. You know. Yeah, but I like to not be able to when I'm. You know, showering. Not
2: when I'm moving my arms around to clean the body. What do you mean I moving your arms around? Well, what like a windmill do... or something? Well, that's
0: right. Like right, so, well, you're stars. sort of whirling them around. Do my star jumps in the shower? Oh, and, oh, I like how, to be able to do the star how jumps. jumps. You naked doing star I, jumps? What a horrible thought! Excuse me, I think oh, it's new body looks queasy. Look do my star jumps? Oh. I like not to be able to touch the walls. Or oh like. dear me, even worse. Oh, I don't like the sound of that, Alan, at all. So, anyway, normally, I'm, I'm in favour of anything that you sort of uh, do, but I'm not. You're never in favour of it.
2: And so, right, so what, why are you changing your, your curtains turn Well, on? because
0: Julie Peasgood bought me a shower curtain. It's got all the London Underground stations on it. Oh, that's not chavvy in the slightest. That's lovely. Ah, but you see, shower curtains for me are quite a, quite a personal thing. I like particular shower curtains, and the one she's bought me is about what? six inches shorter than my normal one. Oh, well, then you're very particular. Then they will not do. Yes, it's like a bit like wearing a short raincoat. It says short. Won't the water go on the floor? No, no, no. It's it's still within inside the bath. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, you have to get in the bath. Sorry.
2: Oh, it's not a shower curtain for a shower. It's 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 a cheap one with the bath. Is it? Oh dear. It's not.
0: Oh, dear. A cheap do you have one with a door the... to get into it? Sorry. What? No, it's, it's it not down. like a stand-a-stair lift. <laughs> I don't sit in it. Mrs. Hope knows help is coming. You know, right. I'm not one of those sort of people. I just sort of stand in. But and... you have to climb in the bath. You well, when well, I say climb in, it. I mean, it's not like a trip to Everest or something. No, I know, but I just need need you just need to do to a sort in. of a step over. Yeah. I turn on the tap. Oh, and... it's a tap. It's not.
2: Oh, right. Okay. No, it's a tap and then I pull like...
0: a little button oh. out Oh, and then I've got a rain shower, you know.
2: Oh, it's not a proper shower then.
0: It's the a proper shower. Do you
2: have to adjust the hot water and the cold water in the no, taps to get the no. right temperature? No, yes. Oh, right, you do. You yes. don't. Do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you have to pull the plug
0: thing to let the water out. <laughs> what if we let the water out? The water goes out anyway. I don't have a plug. Oh, you don't have a plug? No. In the it. bath? What? Stand there with your feet in dirty water? What? With the po- point of that? No, no, I'm just asking. Does no. the bath have a plug or not? I'm feeling quite emotional this morning. Actually, actually, I tell you what, I did. Um, I did see all the t- in, in Big Brother they, they, they've got some new people gone in there who are as dreary as the other people. They're all numpties, I'm afraid. But they've got one. Who's, who apparently wants to be a boxer, whose name is JJ. Well, I mean, I don't know what sort of boxing matches JJ's going to be going to, but he's got two earrings in, and enough jewellery to sink, uh, to sink, uh, I don't know what. Uh, oh, by the way, <laughs> talking of jewellery, talking of jewellery, Colleen has designed her range of jewellery for Argos. Has she... For, Colleen yes. Rooney. For where? She's designing her own range of jewellery. Colleen, because she's well-versed no, for in... For where? Argos. Doing, it's called <laughs> Colleen X. And she's going to be selling it there, because she, she designs things oh, at so Argos. Oh, so classy, so classy. I know. So she's now competing with uh, Argus. Argus? She's competing with Kitty Price, because they're both selling it there. Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't classy, it? Classy, so, I mean, man, the man. very idea that Colleen could design anything apart from a carrier bag. And she says, oh, w- w- Wayne, I, I don't ask Wayne for ideas on this, but I ask my mother. And you think, what does she know about it? <laughs> what a waste of time and money, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, honestly, it just is re- ridiculous. 14 to 6. These are the headlines. The impact of the Gulf of Mexico oil disaster on PP's finances will be revealed this morning. Second quarter results are expected to show one of the biggest corporate losses ever registered by a UK company. Today marks exactly two years until the start of the 2012 Olympics. To celebrate the milestone, some of the world's best athletes will be taking part in practice events at the main site in Stratford. Organisers are also starting a recruitment drive for 70,000 volunteers. And drug users should face civil sanctions like fines and the loss of their driving licence, Instead of criminal penalties. That's according to the former government drugs adviser, Professor David Nutt, who was sacked by Labour after saying ecstasy was less harmful than alcohol. Let's have a check on the roads for you this morning. Get you there nice and quick. J. Louise.
2: Thank you, Steve. Good morning with the A4 Cromwell.
0: Morning, everybody. 12 minutes to 6. Gordon says, I saw you yesterday driving an old car along Nelson Road in Witten. No, you didn't. I didn't go out yesterday, I'm afraid. <laughs> I didn't go out at all. In fact, uh, I've not been up Witten for about the past week. So, uh, you're either blind as a bat or completely cracked. Uh, it's the sat-nav that turns the music down. Oh, is that what you've got? Well, I didn't have the sat-nav on, either. Well, you must have had something on. I didn't, so. The car music is not just going to automatically turn down without something being connected to something. I'm telling you, it dipped. In the same way, this morning, ladies and gentlemen, I I said to Alan, I said, Oh, I said, um, "Have, have you got Dragon on your iPhone? So he says, No. I said, you know, one of those, uh, no, like that. And so I said, oh, he said, what is it? I said, it, it's a dictation thing. So uh, I said, you just, it's, uh, you sort of push, push the button, then you read into it, I said, and then it writes on the screen what you've just said. So he said, show me. So I did something along the lines of, uh, hi, Alan, it's Steve, give me a ring. And I showed it to him and it went, Hi, Alan. It's Steve. Give me a ring. Now he thought I'd pre-programmed it, so I he wasn't said. Sure. So he Didn't said to me, he said, "Go on, make it say something else." He said, "Like," and then he told me what to say. So I repeated it into the phone. And when I put it up there, well, he screamed like a banshee, ladies and gentlemen. I did. He did. I admit it because I it did. was so impressive. It was. And I said, "It's free." Well, he downloaded it as quick as possible. I have. I have downloaded it. Yeah. Is on my phone, it's very good though isn't it i think you have to train it to recognize your voice in your case it might take some time but thank uh... you <laughs> <laughs> only 151 days till christmas Woo-hoo! thank goodness for that actually i'm going out with uh, with lynn today we're going to look at uh, water features having having what? had the, the having the patio done it's all being redone is it big enough for a water feature good god the patio i don't know oh, i'm asking crikey, Yes. will let me up yeah about 50 by 30 what, inches? Yeah, inches. Squires, <laughs> <It's> <a, laughs> yeah. Just a small water feature. So, what feature. sort of water
2: feature are you going to have?
0: Uh, we think it's going to be a big sheet of uh, mirror. Right. Not Eros going like that. No, you know, no, water not. Out the mouth. no. No, no. Eros, the water doesn't come out of the mouth. Oh, where's it coming out It doesn't come out of anything. Oh, right. There is. It's just Eros. It just... Oh, right. I'm well, just pointing the wrong way. It's supposed to point up Shaftesbury Avenue, but anyway, it's another oh, right. story. And um, and so, we're, we're going to go and look for this water feature. And it, strangely enough, it's it's very near Costco in Reading. Right, so we're going call into Costco as well. Whee! Yay! I been to Costco for ages. I went on Saturday. Oh, did you? Mm. What did you buy? Oh, just barbecue things.
3: <sighs>
0: oh, Have what? chavy, like? barbecue how things. What do you mean barbecue? No, things. no food. Sorry, wise to cook. Yeah, because we had a barbecue. Really? Yes. We don't know anybody. What? So
2: I still do it for myself. Oh right, you
0: just cooked it. You, do you like do loads? Do you like you stand stand in the supermarket and you bought family meals and pet food and everything else? People go, oh right, but you're having a weekend. You go, yeah, yeah I a do. little realizing yeah, they've got no idea. The English pubs in the Gatwick Terminal are called the Red Lion, says Dan. See, in...
2: there are English pubs in Gatwick. Yeah, but he's, he's in
0: Bromley. He knows that. But you should have known these things. You said you know Gatwick. I don't do pubs. Don't you? Not at the terminals, no. Oh, right. I never drink on flights. Really? Even when I'm on a flight, I never drink. Why? I don't know. I've always drunk ori- uh, tomato juice. Do you, um, do you pay for your drinks on the flights? No.
2: <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> pay I was about why, would, say, one, I was why just, would one pay i was just gonna check with what sort of flights <laughs> you were going on
0: well actually i haven't been on a flight for a little while but the flight i'm going to las vegas on i am flying business class and you have uh, to yeah for that sort of distance yeah but also i go to sleep with, on flights i'm the best person in the world because i sleep i don't want to have a conversation i'm not interested in watching the movie i'm not interested in listening to my ipod i just want to close my eyes and go to sleep i want my duvet that's all oh, I look do forward you? to. I like my flat. I like taking I my things. shoes off, and I'm looking forward to taking my vans off. Do you not get your pajamas on? No, I don't put pajamas on. No, I don't. Why
2: not? They're supposed No, them Because it's
0: stupid. Why? It's an aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's ten to six in the morning. Why aren't you wearing pajamas now? No, because I'm not sleeping now. When you go to sleep, no, they provide you with pajamas. And you, have you noticed how I accomplished she is with a tray now? Hello. So who you're was the who was the chicken today. at the table? Yeah, it's like you're going out for a gala night. <sighs> yes, a gala no, night no. here. That is a big ring.
3: <laughs> yeah, huge? It is, That yes. is big,
0: isn't it? It's <laughs> so big. Anyway, um, Liz says, the railway children, she went to see you last night. Thank you. Oh, Very yes, nice. was it any good? Loved it. Isn't it's that being so performed in an actual railway station? Yes, at Waterloo. Yes. At Waterloo station, it was. Weather forecast today, bright spells at first, cloudy with light scatter showers during the daytime. They're laying the tiles on the patio. We've got this new system. Oh, yeah, sorry, we're going back to your patio. Yes, going back yes, to the patio. Yes. And so they, they put this stuff down, and it's like a rubberized thing. And you put the tiles into it, so it's all loose lay. There's it's no gluing. Sucks it down. Yes, mm-hmm. and they all fit in. You get your... so once you've laid the flooring, you then put all the tiles in on top of it. Oh, I thought those were the tiles. you were talking no, about. No, that's oh, right. the uh, the thing that takes the tiles. You put that on, and it's and like then you a... put the tiles down and on the it. tiles on it. Do you have to then? Uh, is it called grouting? No, no, don't need to do any of that. All loose lay. So if a tile breaks, you just take it out, put in a new one. What you you would do that? Would you? Yeah, you could just lift them out. But you would do that. I would, yes. Right. No, I would not do that. I no, say, no. I have people it, yes. who do that exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Call, the neighbors. <laughs> call the neighbours. Call the neighbours. <laughs> Pollen counts low tonight. Cloudy with outbreaks of rain. You know, it's nearly winter. I say that. Well, How put it, it say, nearly be winter. Well, because, because
2: in
1: summer. Excuse
0: me. August and September, and then October, which is winter. October is not winter, is it? It's autumn, isn't it? Well, I call it winter. I tell you, it was it's very autumn. cold last year. Very cold last year. I think very, very cold. So it's going to be. We'll start saving now for
2: my birthday present
0: you know, I've got loads of... But I can't buy you anything this year for your birthday. Of course you can. No, well, I mean, in, in theory I could, but I can't because I've got somebody else's birthday to buy for and I just don't have the money this year because I've just had to pay a big tax bill. I've got a VAT bill coming up. I've just paid the car bill and so there's nothing for You've you. You've got but, several months to save up. But I do wish you the very happiest of days and I hope it all goes very well for you and I wish you well in your future career. Thank you very much. Whatever that should be. Stacking shells. No postcard for you for Hey, samples. guess who's in the paper today? Yeah, it's an exclusive. She opens her heart to us in Ibiza.
2: It's not Jordan, is
0: it? No, nope, it's not. It's "Girls Allowed," babe. Although she hasn't sung for about five million years, Sarah Harding, looking a little bit old I'm at Jordan. the moment, lots of makeup on, and because she's not working at the moment, she was out there supporting her boyfriend, and they, they've rented um, uh, a big house. And she says, "We love having friends out, and I drink pims by the pool." <coughs> it's a shame you're so naft, dear, isn't it? It really is. But anyway, she's in the paper today. Is her so. boyfriend famous? He's he's a DJ, and his name is. Um, Tom Crane. So that's a no, then. Well, I've never heard of that's it. That's a no. I've never heard of it at all. <laughs> but apparently, he says, I've been DJing for ten years, but you you know you've made it when you get to play Ibiza. He says, we both love our music. I follow DJs like Louis Vega and Eric Murillo.
2: Right. Yes, I've heard of them. Yes, yeah. we're
0: really, yeah. really big into the DJs. No. Now, nah, you know them, Steve. You do know, yeah, them. know them. Yeah, I yeah. know Happening youth, people. Youth. Happening Oof. people. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh yeah. you know what the cool word is? Things aren't cool anymore. Vans. No, they're sick. Sick. Yes, sick. sick. I heard that. You said that before. Sick or fat? He said that last week, didn't he? Have you noticed? It's a little bit aged now when he starts repeating himself. You said that last week. I know because I'm so in with the crowd, you know. You're not in with the crowd. If you're in with the crowd, you're wearing vans. No. That's what in with the crowd is. Vans have been out for years. People who are only wearing vans now are catching up. They catch up. But but I'm telling you now now that that most people. I'll tell you. Talk about people catching up. Okay. Here is. Now. Here is a feature in the Daily Mail today written by a woman called Liz Hull. And, uh and she said, and the art, I mean, when I read this article, I began to think, where have you been, darling? Have you been under a rock or something? She says here, homemade ice cream may sound like a laborious way to satisfy impatient children on a sunny day, but now a gadget is promising to whip up a batch of additive-free ice cream in only 20 minutes. And what it is, it's a free advert for an item that you can buy on Lakeland, and she says, um... The ice cream maker churns out treats at record speed because the ice cream mixture is placed in the bowl which has already been pre-frozen in the freezer compartment. I'm thinking, darling, for the last 30 years, that's how people have made ice cream. You pre-freeze the freezer bowl. I mean, where have you been, Liz? I mean, are you five or something, darling? It's only the people who buy the gelato machines that have got the freezer unit in them that make the ice cream. And the freezing of the bowls, darling... Has been taking place for thirty years. I'm surprised the Daily Mail lit this one through. This woman is living in the dark ages. Want to bring yourself up to date, love? And then she's going on about she's obviously got a free free catalogue. It's an advertisement, isn't it? Well, it's practically that. She then goes on about a Zoco Quick Pop Maker, which makes ice lollies in seven minutes. I can make an ice lolly in seven minutes. So exactly. I just put it in the freezer. Well, exactly. That's what you do with <laughs> this. You put it in the freezer. I mean, she's quite clearly not all there in the in the ad department. It's it's just it's a case you yeah. put in the freezer.
3: Well, and she makes much, it how much sound are they being like.
0: Charged for? Oh, I forget how much this one is. She says this has been flying off the shelves. Well, of course it has, dear. But, but until you read it, a mould. Yeah, I know. You just put them in the freezer you unit. Just put juice but in she it. says that the ice cream maker contains a special gel similar to the contents of plastic ice packages. Right. Yeah. Hello. Where have you been, love? I mean, you really, really do despair sometimes. The sort of people who sit there thinking, "What shall I write about?" And they write about something that is so stupid that you think you really need to get out a little bit more, I'm afraid. 84850, steve at LBC.co.uk. Nice to have your company this uh, Tuesday morning. How much for a sheepdog, quickly? How, How much? much? A sheepdog puppy. Sheepdog uh, £450. Puppy. Pounds. OK. Um, that's what you, you pay. I don't... Well, I'm guessing. I've got to. No I'd idea. pay that as well. I'd pay £450 pounds for a sheepdog puppy. Yeah? Because I on. think they're really good value. Well, obviously, sheepdog farmers have got a bit more money than sense. because I'll tell you in a moment...
3: Introducing Craig Ogden.
0: Eight minutes past six. It's Steve Allen's uh, Early Breakfast LBC. How much for a sheepdog? As border collies sell for a record, one proud owner says, a sheepdog at that price, cheap at twice the price. And uh, and this is uh, two superstar border collies went for £6,045 each at the weekend. And the reason that they were that price... Uh, is because uh, they're worth their weight in gold. They attracted so many bids. One was Ron and one was Rex, and uh, the latter is a 26-month-old border collie owned by Alid Owen from Corwen in Denbighshire. And because he breeds champion dogs, people are pe- so don't ever let farmers go. Oh, I've got no money. Six thousand for a puppy. Well, they won't have any money because they're spending six thousand pounds. Six thousand pounds for a puppy. Mind you, I mean, I to be honest with you, I've seen working sheep dogs. We have got one that chip down, down chip. And, um, and they are, they're lovely. They're lovely. But I didn't think that you'd call one Rex. Why not? Ron and Rex. What's wrong with that? (laughs) I just don't think they're very doggy names, are they? And
2: and your statement about them being better than sat-nav's is only good for them. It's not very good for you, is it? What? Well, you couldn't have a dog as your sat-nav, could you?
0: Ah, but, but collies find their way home. Yes, but it's no good for you. Well, it's not, much great. it's not going to sit in the car and bark out directions, is it, it's quite well, it's clearly? Ca- well, then, th- then your statement is incorrect, isn't it? That's
2: what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. It's great for a sat-nav for them, but if you want to go to, you, you know, you want to go to, this, I don't
0: know, Costco. You say, <laughs> Costco, and you go, whoop, 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 and off it goes. Jamie's in a well. Yes. Whoop, whoop. How long's he been down there? Whoop. Three weeks. It's unbelievable. <sighs> That's what they do. Uh, Steve, uh watch out with your water feature if the sun shines on your patio for any part of the day and said feature is mirrored or made of animal the resultant algae will mean you'll be forever cleaning it no we we've we've got uh, we've we've had water features loads of times you
2: haven't said what water feature you're getting
0: well it's, it's going SFL, to be a huge too. piece of glass no 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 it's just uh
2: you to have a boring one aren't you no it's, you are it's, you're going to have a boring it's going to be seated glass with, with water running down the front of it oh it's so exciting a thousand pounds this yeah and it's a rip-off
0: It's a thousand pounds. I'm sorry, they're so boring. Because I'm having my face etched in the glass, and uh, so the water will be trickling over it. What? Yeah. So you can have have your image on the the glass.
2: Why on earth would you want to have your image put in the glass with water trickling over it? naked
0: image. Having my naked image. Is the glass (laughs) pain pain big enough? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 60 inches across. (laughs) (laughs) That's just about right, isn't it? No, don't go for that. Go for something more interesting. Like what? Well, I don't know. Put some pebbles down or something. But it comes with pebbles in the base because it's self contained. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. As indeed they all are. You remember who Faraya Alarm is? Not off the top of my head. No, you see, it's funny, isn't it? Uh, she's in the paper today, obviously desperate for a bit more publicity. Fry Alarm was the uh, woman who worked at the FA and had a, a fling with Sven Goren Eriksson. Although, oh, to be quite honest yes. with you, everybody's been with Sven Goren Eriksson. And then they sell the stories, and that's how they make their money. Hmm. She apparently made about £400,000. Did she appear in Big Brother? Uh, no, no, she didn't. I but no, she did. now she's, uh, oh, she's in a relationship. No, she was never in Big Brother. Uh, she's oh, now no, in, a, sorry, I- in a relationship, and uh, she lives in America. And uh, this is with a a man who runs a film production company. Oh, it's so about, nice it? better to make money out of sleeping with some old man. You know, I mean, it's, it just amazes me now that that's how you become terribly, terribly famous. It worked for me. Apparently, the whale gave an iPad away uh, last night in the How Low. Hello. Yes, I don't I know haven't how- done that in ages. What? Hello. But well, we haven't had one on the prep. Well, actually, we have, but never on the days you're on. Oh,
2: right. That's Which, uh,
0: nice. Erica says we are twins. We share a birthday date and lie about our age. Hey. I've never lied about my age. As I say, I'm coming up 39. That's true. So there you go. And I only drink tomato juice on a plane, too. I don't know why I drink tomato juice. I used to work on the assumption that if you drink tomato juice, it's very good for oh you. Oh,
2: I can't stand it. I, I love know, some people tomatoes. hate it. Some people tomato hate it. I love it. Oh, I can't stand it. We used to dri-
0: dip, uh, dip crisps in it. Oh! No, I know. Oh, that's disgusting. You see, and some people like it with vodka. She drinks it with vodka. And oh, I can't. But luckily, no. I don't drink. So you don't so, drink. Um, I don't drink. You no, don't drink. little tiny bit of wine, about half an inch, you know, oh, something right. like that. Do you Hardly to worth tomato juice on the plane. So you have to pay for your tomatoes. Never pay for any thing. drinks on that plane in my life. You. No, I even get free nuts. Do you really? Whole hazel nuts. Ooh, Cadburys. Take them and they unless, cat. of course, there's somebody with a nut allergy on the plane. Then you're not allowed them. Have you noticed that all of a sudden people have got nut allergies? I can't move mm. for people with nut Everywhere you go, somebody's got an allergy to something. i have peanut butter the other day. Jean. Yeah. Smooth. Boring. Boring. Doesn't even taste like they peanut can't stand butter.
2: stand peanut butter. Oh, do you not like I it? I like nuts. Oh, you don't
0: like Marmite, then? Oh, it's gross. Isn't that See, funny? olive oil. Love olive oil. Can't eat olives. I said, do you know, I nearly bought a tin of olive oil the other day. Uh, don't a ask me what- A tin? I don't eat olive oil. I don't- A I don't tin? Cook. Yeah, but they, I saw a tin of it. And it looked lovely in the what, tin. You mean Costco or something, buying bulk. No, no, no. This is in the uh, in the delicatessen, what, what, where do and you they get... sell it in Waitrose in a tin. In a tin. Yes, it's in a a liter tin. Is it cheap? Have you been out? Oh, don't, don't you get where olive... are you? Hello, where is he? And the, the olive oil comes in lovely glass bottles. Oh, do you know that Wayne Rooney? I've just thought it. Not not Wayne Rooney. Colleen Rooney. She's only five foot three. Five foot three. Colleen Rooney. But you but you can buy olive oil in a tin. It's the best olive oil you can buy. Not in a tin. I'm sorry. I, I mean, in a tin. Are
2: you sure oh, you're not thinking like the f- the oil that goes in your t- in your, <laughs> your chip fat fryer. You're thinking
0: of a tin can. Yes. No, this is a it looks like a tin of oil, you know that you put in the car like yes. a t- not a round tin, no, not I'm a circular. not not casserole. Not, I'm not thinking a round GT. tin. This is a nice square tin. It's the best olive... That's sit in all the best delicatessens. Well, obviously not the best ones because the best ones come in the glass bottles and you get little things inside them. Little That's in Croydon. Of- you're in Poundland, okay? Oh, right. You're in Ross. Poundland and it's not meant for drinking. Please. It's decorative. It's a bottle for the bathroom. Oh, is that what it's for it's, the, it's oh. for the bathroom. It's it's not for anything else. You're not meant to eat it. Beg your pardon. Yes, mm. or drink it. But I, I don't know what you do with oil. I mean, because I don't do pasta. Or, no, I don't. I'm not. Really... I've had, if, if I'm out, summer, I've had it with you when I've been out. Yeah, but you or only had eat to, what's available. Had to go for the cheaper menu, and mm. um, no, I'm, I don't want to make a big thing about. Well, it. Well, no, you obviously do. You obviously want to make a big thing about the fact no, no, that no. I'm insisting you in not always
2: eating in nice places, and you just won't let me pay, and then you take it out of me because you won't let me pay, and then you
0: make it out that I'm just being really tight. But you never let me pay. No. Because I can't wait. Because I work on this subject. If I pay, we can get out really, really quickly. I, I went to a place stuffing. once with a friend of mine. Well, I say a friend. It's not a friend I've talked to anymore. And, um... Now. Sorry? Not a friend anymore. Not a friend anymore. No. Exactly. And he said, I've got to take you to this place. He said, the food's really good. We go to this, or can only be described as a run-down cafe, where they serve, like, um, meat on, a, on the skewer thing. That's kebab. A don- like a doner a- kebab thing. But they're doing lamb. Lamb kebab. So we get a whole plate of this. And I'm... Well, I was so ill afterwards. Ooh. Because it was It was just... You've got to be so careful with these, these kebab places. Because many of them take the meat off at the end of the day, let it cool down, next day put it back up and heat it. Well, of course, you cannot no. reheat meat. And some of them are chicken and things like that. I mean, we have one, one place in Twickenham... It just looks sad and lonely. A little tiny bit of meat on a, a skewer thing. And the students eating there. But, I mean, students seem to have the constitution of an ox. They seem to be able to eat anything, except in Leicester Square this morning, where you can tell all the winks are on holiday. Because all the girls with their very short skirts are out, and all the, the boys and the drug dealers around Leicester Square, all right, darling, all this kind of stuff. Six girls, I was told, jumped on one of these little machines that was washing the square this morning, the driver nearly had a blue fit. I bet he did. Because they were screaming as if they were on holiday or something in Ibiza. Just really stupid. But that's that's alcohol abuse, ladies and gentlemen. Quarter past six. <laughs> With the news headlines, it's Jim Diamond. The damage caused to BP's finances by the Gulf of Mexico ordered... <laughs> Morning, everybody. Coming up to you, 18 minutes past six. It's LBC, Nick Ferrari, just after the news at seven this morning. Kit Malthouse looking at the uh, papers. Plus, they're going to be talking about the sentence for the slap, uh, the happy slap gang. Mm. This is after this, uh, this man uh, died, and it's, I think it was on uh, the internet. You can see them. These two, I can't even use the words uh, on air that uh, I would describe them for. His killers uh, could be out in 18 months' time. And uh, what what they're saying here is, is the sentence too lenient? No, says a criminal lawyer. Yes, says Sadiq Khan, the tooting MP. This happened in uh, in tooting. I mean, to be honest with you, you can kill somebody now. You can get two years in prison, and people argue over whether it's too long a, s- a sentence. I begin to wonder, if I'm living in the real world, or I'm completely, at, at you know, at, at odds with everybody else. Because as far as I'm concerned, you've you killed somebody for what appears to be pleasure. You just uh, put yourself in the, in the situation of it being a member of your family, and then in 18 months' time, they swagger past you, waving, you know, like Leanne Jindar, uh, um, the man who killed Stephen Lawrence. Not Stephen Lawrence. The, um, yes, the, the, uh, the headmaster. And he's out, Philip Lawrence. And you think to yourself, how this woman must feel, I cannot imagine. They had the other day, Jamie Bulger's mother was in court to hear John Venables, and she said, having heard his voice but not being able to see him, she said, made her blood run cold. Absolute, because that's the person that killed her son. Admittedly, he was ten at the time, but we've spent what can only be tantamount to a small fortune, as everybody discussed on LBC yesterday, protecting this boy's identity. Mm. Whereas poor Jamie Bulger, cold and dead. And we just go, oh, that's all right. Every time I open up the newspapers or I listen to the news on LBC and we go, somebody else was stabbed in London last night, and it just becomes another statistic. You don't think about it that because there's these vile bits of pond life out there that think nothing of taking somebody else's life. They don't think twice. There's a member of the Khmer Rouge in the paper today. They've sentenced him to 35 years for the the killings, or being party to the killings of thousands. And the the victim's families were in court shouting abuse at him. He sat there, totally impassioned, and discussed how they used to torture people before they actually killed them, and they would beat people and try out different tortures, and then they'd just throw them into a pit and just execute them. And you think, do you know, you'd want to take him out and hang him very, very slowly, wouldn't you? And make him suffer the same way as the people suffered who he killed. I can't believe it. And yet we go, oh, let's send him on a nice holiday. You know, it, it's just absolutely appalling. Just drives it. The other day I got very angry. Uh, because all the front pages of the Sunday papers were full of that dreary old bag, Kerry Katona, on how she'd finished with somebody that she'd been out with. That was the front page news. Not, you know, let's spend some money on finding a cure for cancer or doing something decent for children or something like that. No, let's waste it on an old bag like Kerry Katona because she goes out with somebody and then finishes and now they're saying in the papers, oh, she's going round the bend. I couldn't give her stuff. But
2: do you not think that's I a stuff. I couldn't
0: care less. A sad reflection of our society. Pathetic. That, that the editors feel that's <laughs> more important yes, than on the front page. Yes. I do. I do. I think it's immensely sad that some stupid, vacuous girl who shoved Arthur Columbia up her nose, you know, all of a sudden makes the front pages. Because she goes out with some bloke who's a painter and decorator and then finishes with him, and we're supposed to be interested. Yeah. Who gives us stuff? Couldn't care less. I really couldn't... I'm just, I'm just angry that makes the front pages. Uh, Beckham and Palace is in the paper today. Bend it like Beckham, and they really did, because uh, Louis Spence went over there. Why? Uh, because apparently he's known Victoria Beckham for years. Funny, it's never been mentioned before. But apparently they've all been over there, and uh, and uh, he apparently knows all the Spice Girls because he he's choreographed them, which goes to explain why Victoria Beckham can't dance for Toffee. All she does is just walk can very any badly. Of them? None of them can dance. None of them. Can dance. Seeing any of them dancing, but there again, of course, that's Louis Spence, an embarrassment to everybody. I think dreadful. Um, I'm trying to. So i was just. I was looking at another story <laughs> in the paper today, was, uh, hanging on tender hooks. Well, I, was, I know. I was. <laughs> just strangely enough, I was looking. at at a story about Ronnie Wood, who told of his heartbreak at losing close pal Alex Higgins, saying, I miss him already. This is Alex, who had been dead for a few days because nobody visited him. And they all crawl out the woodwork afterwards and go, oh, isn't it drev, he was this, he was that. When he was drinking, he was a vile piece of work, let me tell you. But it doesn't alter the fact that he died penniless, because, again, he shoved most of it up his nose, wasted his life, um, and nobody was there for him. He and now died all, all by himself. missing him. And now they all go, Oh, isn't it a shame? You know, and they're missing him, and you know, he was such a good lad and all the rest of it. We notice nobody ever says anything, unless it's somebody who's murdered somebody, About you know, I'm glad they're dead. Mm. You know, in certain cases. And uh, more on the woman, I don't know if you read the story the other day of this woman. And she's uh, she did an interview in the paper. She had a gastric band fitted, she was forty-five stone. I mean, she was, in terms of fat, bloody fat, she was clinically obese Put her into hospital. She'd already had a £3,000 gastric band fitted at our expense, because she quite clearly couldn't start a wired her jaws up or something, stop her eating, do anything. And her family, thinking, of course, that they were sort of giving a little treat, took her in buckets of Kentucky Fried Chicken. What? And f- Exactly, the stupidest family under the sun, and, uh, and it killed her. Right. Because she was on a strict diet in hospital. But, of course, somebody brings in Kentucky. You'd thought you'd have smelt it on the ward. Somebody going, what the hell is that smell? And somebody's going, it's Kentucky and this is fish and chips. You go, but she's on a diet. Nurses now don't like to get involved with this kind of thing because some of the families are quite vile and quite clearly they, they would have pushed this through. She's on a diet. Anyway, she, she, she dropped dead. Right. Because she's not supposed to eat this stuff and it's full of fat. If you take a piece of Kentucky fried chicken, try it yourself, squeeze it fat comes out, that's, that's, it's not good for you. She's 45 stone. You've only got to look at a picture in the paper. She said, and she did an interview. I mean, I don't remember her doing an interview, but she did. And she said, I wished I hadn't had the gastric band. It makes it hard to eat takeaways. (laughs) Not anymore, dear. Not anymore. I mean, it's... That's actually her comment. Her comment. I wished I hadn't had the gastric band fitted. It makes it hard to eat takeaways. And it's what... it's so difficult to explain to somebody whose mental capacity is that of zero mm. that if you eat fast food, kebabs, chicken, chips, anything fried, it's going to be bad for you. Wait, no. All so, we... right, as kids, they Wait. or even the pizza places say you shouldn't have pizza every day. Round our way, all the students eat is pizza, pizza, kebab, and chicken. But they eat what they can afford exactly they make it that's cheap the enough it's not good for them all the bad foods if you say are cheap. To, would, would you like a salad don't think so I'd but that's what we need pizza. to do we need to make the good foods cheap and the bad foods expensive we need to close down all these dreadful food places no they do, alan i'm looking at you and i'm thinking you're you, you're you go me to me and you're thinking i want to be that is what I, you're doing
2: you don't don't make out you're not no no don't i'm, I'm not th- I'm,
0: th- I'm no i'm not jealous but i'm just thinking it's so easy when you when you're a kid you can eat whatever you like because your metabolism is such it's that you higher, can yes. absorb it. But when I was younger, and a lot of other people listening, we never had... I'm, I remember the very first Kentucky opening, and they went, you get this this chicken and a big box where of chips. It? Now, that I can't remember. I, I, have can have been where it is.
2: I can tell you where it was. The very first Kentucky in this country. Well, no, I
0: didn't say the first one. I mean, the oh. one that I went to oh, oh, when, it, when pardon, we I'm first had a Kentucky. OK. I remember we had our first Chinese restaurant in Newbury called the August Moon. Right. And that was... And they did a lunch for one pound forty-five. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. But we didn't have kebabs. Hmm. Indian restaurants were relatively unknown. Chinese restaurants were very few and far between. And you didn't have all these, what could only be described as ghastly food places, that were Kentuckys, that had had their licences taken away by Kentucky, because you've got to buy your stuff. It's a franchise from Kentucky. If you don't, it becomes something else. People need to develop um, more
2: healthy fast food. They're not interested. No, 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 but people are. Falafels, for example. Have you ever tried falafels? You, can, you see sometimes in, in these retail parks... What? What are you, what are you smiling about? Don't, I don't, love no, falafel. Do you like a falafel? I don't know. You, you've I never had a falafel. falafel I don't either. know. I've mm-hmm. not had it. Next to a burger van in this retail park oh. I went to a few weeks ago, they had a falafel van. Oh. And they were selling falafels.
0: They're much is better that? for you. Chickpeas, ground chickpeas. Oh, they won't eat chickpeas. Don't be they're silly. They're lovely. They don't eat chickpeas.
1: Trust me. Vegetarians
0: lovely. like it. I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah but you won't get I'm kids who want to no, stuff I their like face it. with Kentucky Fried Chicken eating a falafel. Yeah, but if you... But if you, I saw a woman in Kentucky the other day in Twickenham. She was so fat, her bottom was both sides of the chair. Well... I mean, and you're thinking... There's no help. You then. must not... It, you can do it as a treat. Yeah. You know, have it maybe once every three months. Michael, the hairdresser... Sorry? What? A treat
2: once every three months? Well, what do you think that's a treat a, That's a little bit extreme, isn't it? What you think? Oh, I'm looking forward to my next treat in two and a half months. I'll go for a KFC, shall I? But it's... it's really bad.
0: Well, it is, but it depends... No, it's only bad for you if you're not doing anything else, like no exercise. You can get away with it. But I said the other day, for this, this poor woman who was being taken in a party bucket, not just a piece of it... But a party bucket, because she could quite easily eat the bucket as well, looking at the size of her. Why didn't they just open her mouth, squeeze the chicken and let the oil drip straight into her throat? Would have been a lot easier. Well, do you remember what I mentioned last time I was on about the, the chicken in, in Asda and how cheap it was?
2: Fifteen pieces with, you know, lots of chips and, things. Yes. and that's only six pounds. That's the problem. Yeah. All these foods... It's cheap. It's aimed it's at people who do, cheap. But you
0: can't... But Jamie Oliver has done programmes on the television showing you how you can cook cheaply and go out and you can buy but some meat. But people don't have the time for his cooking. Of course they, they do. don't oh, the time. Of course they do. be oh, so, so stupid! Oh, of course rubbish! They do. Jamie Just Oliver, you he sit
2: here spouting with with nonsense that
0: nobody has a time for. Go out and get all these herbs. We don't have the have time. Have you heard for any of a this? slow cooker? Have you heard the fact you can go out to Argos in between buying your cheap Colleen you jewellery and cooker? Jordan? You, you, don't you don't buy even a, have a one. excuse me, you buy a slow cooker. You come back in the morning. You put some sausages in. You put in some uh, some potatoes and some onions and some I vegetables. And you list. You can put that in the morning.
2: I haven't got time for this. Of course you've got. I've got to go to the gym in the morning.
0: I don't have a car waiting for me to take
2: me to the office. I have no time for. A slow cooker. Oh, for Where's goodness, your slow so. cooker? Oh, wait, you don't have one. You go to M&S and buy
0: ready-packed p- meals. You're setting a bad example to people. Do you know, honestly, Rant the one over. thing I do is eat healthily. The one thing I do eat is vegetables. You know, if you're going to Kentucky Fried Chicken or any of these other places, you're not having vegetables. A bit of salad and a c- bit of cucumber is not vegetables. No, it isn't. You're supposed to have. I mean, yesterday I had green beans. Very nice, indeed. Lightly flambéed. And uh, and I had some broccoli. As well, and today I'm going to have oh, purple sprouted it. exactly. Problem. And I had that, and it was it was very lovely. But did you steam it yourself? Of you course, know. I steamed it myself. Oh, what well, in the microwave? I, I cooked with it some myself. Whole in the top, very bitter. I cooked it, and at least I'm not 45 stone. Although you're heading in that direction. This is LBC. Force one. Hello, 26 minutes to uh, seven is the time. So we've got Jim for the whole of glorious Goodwood. Yes, five days in West Sussex. Yeah, one of the toughest weeks in racing, says Alex. Our warm-up yesterday was close, but no cigar. Because, uh, Bougainvillea, Bougainvillea. You know what Bougainvillea is, Alan? No, what's Bougainvillea? Oh, it's these flowers. You know, you go on holiday to Gran Canaria, and... No, because that's, uh, Chaville, isn't it? Oh, Chaville. okay, yep. right. Well, it's got all these lovely pink flowers around the hotel, little, beautiful little delicate colours, very nice In indeed. The Jim didn't know what it was, either. No, I didn't have a clue. No, well, you haven't been there, have you? No. And if you had, you probably wouldn't have noticed the flowers. But anyway, you had a second, so had you gone each way... Oh, what? You would have you would have had a little bit of money in your pocket. Not a great deal, but a little bit, so you lost £2, I'm afraid. Well, every penny counts. It does. £76.51, you're in debt. <laughs> you oh, know? Yes, great. whereas um, uh, Alex had If I Were a Boy, which also came second. He lost £2. Total profit, though, £35.68. So today he's off to Goodwood, glorious Goodwood, the 4.35 start right, win only. Start right, win only. Ridiculous. 10 boss 2 is what you want. <laughs> At Goodwood, it's Australia Day. Australia Day. Australia Day. I like Australia Day. Mm. I like the idea. I've never been to Australia. I've never been. No, I've never been. Um, it's, it, to, to be Australia. honest with you, the, the flight puts me off. It's so long. And most of them seem to be over here in Earl's Court, so it's easier <laughs> to go to Earl's Court. Get roughly the same effect. <laughs> I'm saying nothing on that. But I will say that away from Goodwood, uh, don't forget there's also uh, Beverly, Perth and Worcester. Beverly, Perth and Worcester. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a knitwear <laughs> company, doesn't it? Here she is, Beverly from Perth and Worcester. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> She's appearing on QBC this morning, <laughs> selling her start-right pictures. I used to have it, actually, strange enough, we were talking about this a short while ago. I'm old enough to remember when swimming costumes were made out of wool. What? Wool. I know. Wool and swimming costumes. So when you went into the sea, they were great until you walked out and suddenly realized that your gusset was round by your knees. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) word. Not an attractive look, I promise you. What a thought. (laughs) At 6.35. (laughs) That's lovely. Thank you. We'll talk tomorrow. Yes.
3: Have a good day. Okay.
0: I forgot what your your one was now. Australia Day. Australia Day. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Thank you very much indeed. More from Jim uh, at the same time. Tomorrow, what if Nick Conrad does an, an impression of Australia? Why? I don't know. I'm just thinking of various presenters because at the moment Jenny Barnett's off, right, and Petrie Hoskin is uh, is covering. Yeah. And I bumped into Petrie, Peskry, Petrie on Sunday afternoon. She was going off to the uh, to the cinema over here to go to a screening, right. And uh, just, I, oh, wait, I thought this story was going somewhere. Well, it wasn't actually. So it wasn't, it wasn't the very interesting. Wasn't a very interesting no. story at all. Thanks for sharing. I wish I hadn't mentioned it. We're all it better at for all. It. It's just uh, the last person I expected to see on Sunday afternoon in Leicester Square was Petrie Hoskin, right with her son, Barnaby. I don't know why. The son who has my speakers. He, yeah, anyway, let's move yeah. on. And uh, very quickly, David says, thank you for mentioning the site yesterday, arthurlloyd.co.uk A-R-T-H-U-R Lloyd, double And this has got all the pictures of London's lost theatres. Oh, really? Oh, it's got everything. arthurlloyd.co.uk The best one, and I only thought about it on the way home yesterday, is the Hippodrome here on the corner and above the Above the, um, false ceiling is the original Frank Matcham Theatre. Oh, wow. And it's like going through a doorway to a place of enchantment. Is there a book in all this as well? No. Th- there might be books called Lost Theatres, but this website, you can click on...
2: have a look now.
0: Yeah, uk. We mentioned it yesterday and they nearly went into meltdown, but so they should do. But I actually got it from, uh, from Darren, actually. From Darren. Morning, Darren. <laughs>
3: Good morning to you all.
0: It is such a good website, and the more I tell people about it, the better it is.
3: Well, there's so many sp- theatres on there, you spend days, if not weeks, yeah. looking You've, through
0: all the pictures. You suddenly realise how many theatres we have, and it's got a section on Lost theatres. If you type in London Hippodrome... Well, I'm in the Lost Theatres now. No, Where- just go to London Hippodrome, so oh, go back to the main page, right. and then you can find it in yeah. there. Where's London Hippodrome? Well, you just—I'm on the main page. You say go back to the main page. Yeah, type in, type in London Hippodrome. Well, type it's, in it's... where? There's nowhere to type in. Of course, there is. Oh,
3: there isn't.
2: There's no typing oh, bit. Timeless, oh right, it? yeah, I found it. Right.
3: There you right, are. Thank it. you. All right. right. How's right. <laughs> the Hippodrome? Is it with an I or a Y? <laughs> Sorry. Hippodrome. Does he understand, understand the internet? I, I, he G doesn't
0: understand. <laughs> the internet. Has, has he ever I had used to explain to him this morning <laughs> the um, the uh, the new app. Which is called uh, Dragon. I
2: didn't have to explain it. I just didn't even know right. it existed. And he, he didn't
0: believe it, actually. He didn't believe it. Dragon dictation. Yeah. Yes, I now have it. Lovely. Okay, so where yeah, are we off to I today, Darren? Like, I feel down? like down.
3: In a, a home for the bewildered. Yes, the I feel moment. as
0: if I've wandered into the same thing.
3: <laughs> uh, right, where are we off to today? Um, fantastic, Mr. Fox. That wonderful Roald Dial uh, story has been done at uh, Holland Park as an opera. Right commissioned by Opera Holiday Parlor. So the kids for the summer holidays runs there through until the 14th of August. This is one for you, Steve. The castle yeah. alone is good enough. Ping-pong parlour. All right. For one month, 100 ping-pong tables are going to be popping up all over London. And bats and balls are supplied, so you can go along and play a free game of ping-pong. And locations include Trafalgar Square, Cape Britain, the British Library, and bizarrely, Heathrow Airport. Yeah. Bizarrely. Of, yeah, if I have visions of a ping-pong table on, on one of the runways, <laughs> you play, play ping-pong as the planes come in and land. Right. You a ping-pong fan? Uh,
0: not really. Not really. Not really.
3: Not really? I, sure I used used to
0: play, I used to like the, uh, the Jamie Oliver uh, advert on the table where he was playing ping-pong, and he'd, he'd explained to people, he said, the one thing that people don't know, the one thing that people don't know, is, uh, is uh, the fact that he's a ping-pong <laughs> champion. And then, of course, it was all superimposed. He, he doesn't play ping-pong at all, but it made it look as though he was brilliant. Yeah, so quite, all right. right. And they did they did have it on the television the other day, and they had to... The Chinese, apparently, are brilliant. They are.
3: I'm sure you're all very good
0: at it, isn't it? I'm, I'm, well, I used to play as a, as a kid, but I'm, I'm better on the one on elastic. Much easier, I'm afraid. <laughs> Much easier. Swing ball. Yes,
3: well, yes. For his wildlife, the Peregrines are back at Team Modern on the uh, chimney. And the RSPB have got a little stool down there, so you can watch them look through the telescope or binoculars and things and watch them coming backwards and forwards. That'll be running through until September. Mm. And from today, they're doing special activities down at the British Museum. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's got a South African theme, and they're using plants, animals, landscapes, and the arts, all sorts of activities for them to be involved with, and that's all free as
0: we of. like free. We like free. Good news. Mm. Very
3: good news. Now, the good thing about, or the sad thing about Arthur Lloyd's website is actually some of the fantastic theatres that they demolished for things like the, um, the Marrowbone Flyover, for example. The yeah. Yeah. massive Frank Mitchell theatre was destroyed for
0: that. The nice thing is being able to click onto the old Hippodrome and then see what it looks like now. You can click onto the old uh, the old uh, theatre picture, and if you click yeah. on at the at the top where it goes, uh, and you can see what it looks like now, what's hidden above the ceiling. Yeah. Quite remarkable. As I say, Um, a doorway to a place of enchantment.
3: A couple of years ago, and we'll be able to have a look at how the restoration's gone. Yes. And they finish it. I think it's due to a reopening in the next year, isn't it?
0: Yes, I think it's going to open next year. It's opening as a casino. And they've said that they're going to put it back as faithfully as they can, as to how Frank Matcham designed it in the first place. Mm, can't wait. That'll be good. Uh, anyway, we've got to leave it there, Darren. Apparently,
3: okay. So we we'll talk to you uh, on uh, Sunday. I'm back on pitch. I Was going to say I'm back pitch. She's not back. I'm back on Friday with somebody.
0: Okay. I don't know who's actually doing it on Friday. Ian Dale. Ian Dale. Lovely. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Thanks for that. Very much indeed.
3: All right. See you later. Okay. Bye. I'm
0: 18 minutes to uh, seven is the time. Apparently, every BP petrol station in London is uh, is going to be shut down today. Why? It's going to be shut down by by Greenpeace. And uh, the reason being, they're going to prevent them from selling fuel. Uh, they've shut down every petrol station. They put up signs which say closed, moving beyond petroleum. Uh, ben Elise joins us now, Greenpeace campaigner. Ben, good morning. Morning. So, what, 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 have you closed them all down?
1: Yeah, well, all the 50 garages uh, in, in central London, we've, we've shut them down. And what How? we're trying to do is. Uh, well, what we've done is. Um, Safely removed the the fireman switch, which basically cuts off the the, the fuel supply. And we put up signs saying closed, moving beyond petroleum, as you said. And what we're trying to do is give BP uh, the the opportunity and chance to actually ditch all the spin that they're famous for and really start moving beyond petroleum. And as we've heard this morning, BP have got a new boss on the way. And what we're saying is that it's actually time for this guy to move beyond oil and towards the clean energy future and stop. Uh, the sort of reckless cowboy uh, practices that BP were famous for under Tony Hayward's reign.
0: So what about all these poor motorists who are now sitting there going, I need to put some petrol in the car, there's no garage here and you've just closed it down, we're going to have cars piling up all over the place.
1: Well, obviously Greenpeace is sorry we've caused people any problems this morning and our gripe is not with motorists. Um, we actually want us, people to have it? a real choice, to be yeah. able to drive cleaner, more efficient cars. But I think given the scale of the disaster in the, the Gulf of Mexico and the fact that BP are responsible for you know, the, the biggest environmental disaster in American history and they are, have a track record of chasing some of the most extreme and risky types of oil, we think that enough is enough. And on this day of all days, when Tony Haywood is being shown the door and a, a new leader is expected, we are giving BP the opportunity to say enough is enough and, and to actually move beyond petroleum.
0: The trouble is, many of these uh, garages, Ben, will be franchises. These are people who are trying to earn a living, and they have to buy their fuel from BP and then sell it. You've prevented them from making any money today.
1: Well, as I said, I mean, you know, the the issue here is bigger than, than, you know, I'm afraid, than than one or two uh, small, you know, small companies. This is, you know, we're talking about the future of oil. And on this day uh, of all days, BP, we're saying to them, you know, enough is enough, you have a chance wipe the slate clean and actually um, start actually showing to people that beyond all the hype and, and all these you know, fancy green logos that the company is about mo- moving forward and actually moving beyond oil, because I think the disaster that's unfolded in the Gulf has shown us that the company's uh, increasingly risky uh, push for these frontier types of oil, be it in the tar sands of Canada, be it in places like the Arctic and in the Gulf of Mexico, come with extraordinary risks, and actually the time has come to move beyond that and to move towards uh, clean solutions like electric vehicles.
0: I understand all of that. I still come back to to the point. So, once again, Londoners have to suffer. I know that you're targeting BP, but we're ultimately the people that suffer. BP just go, well, they'll all be open a bit later on today. We all suffer coming into work.
1: Well, as I said, you know, the gripe is not, not with motorists. And what we're saying to BP actually is that you've got an opportunity to lead us into a clean energy future. And I think, you know, most of your listeners would, I think, choose to drive electric vehicles if they were cheaper and you could charge them at st- stations in the, in the city. Um, but the problem is our addiction to oil is one of the main reasons why solutions like this just aren't available. So the time, I think, has come for BP to actually, you know, Go, go beyond petroleum like they claim they do so often. And, uh, you know, the, these clean energy solutions are there. It just needs the support of people like BP to get them moving. Mm. And today, when they're announcing, you know, b- big profits, uh, they've got a new person in charge of the company, we think that the time has come for them to actually really move beyond petroleum.
0: I thought actually today they were announcing they've lost an absolute fortune.
1: Well, they have because of the, the, the cash that they've had to put aside from... Um, for for dealing with the, sp- the you know the spill in the in the Gulf of Mexico but elsewhere you know they're making a lot of money on their um, refining business and stuff like that so what we're saying to them is that you know this money that you've uh, that you you know you've had to spend on cleaning up the Gulf of Mexico and that you know you're you're making from all these you know clean, producing petrol in places like America should be funneled at clean energy solutions because the fact is BP spends something like 19 billion dollars um Looking, at, looking after more sources of oil, increasingly risky sources of oil. They spend about a billion dollars looking for clean energy solutions. So that's all the renewables, all the biofuels. That has to change. It's not sustainable.
0: So how long is this protest going to go on for? I mean, presumably by the end of today they'll have the switches back in. If not well, by no, the we they'll be up and open again.
1: What we're going to do is actually take the switches to um, the the authorities in the UK and uh, demand that they investigate BP's practices, um, Because I think, as I said, the accident in the Gulf has shown that there are some serious issues within the company. Um, So this is we've got a a garage in Camden where uh, people are going to be for the rest of the day. So this isn't just going to be over in in a few minutes. This is um, a longer term, a longer term direct action.
0: OK, we'll watch it uh, carefully. Ben, nice to talk to you. Thank you for Thanks that. Thanks very much. Ben Alisi, the Greenpeace campaigner. Again, though, I, I, I still go back to what I said earlier on. It's poor old Londoners who, uh, who are affected yet again. It's nothing to do with us. We're the ones who are the, who are the people who get targeted. And as I said also to Ben, it's all the people who own these garages, okay. who, all, all the franchise owners. And, uh, and they're, they're going to be deprived of their, their living today. And most of them struggle. We see more more garages closed than anything else. Understand the sentiments. I'm sure you've got thoughts on that. And Nick Ferrari will be following that through after the news at 7. With the headlines, Jim Diamond. As you've been hearing on LBC, Greenpeace claims it shut down every... 97.3. 10 to 7. I'm sure you've uh, got thoughts on Greenpeace. I mean, certain things I don't mind. I'm not sure about removing stuff from... I feel sorry for the people who do own franchises of a filling station because it's not their their problem. They're just trying to make a living and that's why you go to a filling station now and you don't just buy petrol. You seem to come away with firewood, coffee mugs, sweets, chocolates, cup of coffee. I don't quite understand how they can get away with taking things like that. Well, it's, it's well. Put this key. way, it gets direct action. But the trouble is, BP are big enough not to have to worry about it. If it was worldwide, they'd probably worry. I should imagine Shell and Texaco and all the other people are laughing and go, fantastic, let's sure hope it... nothing happens to us, and then we can sort of, you know, mint it. I think we pay a fortune for petrol. I just feel sorry for the people. And again... The people of London have to have to suffer with something. I'm
2: not sure I agree with the presumptions, though, that most people want
0: to drive electric cars. No, you don't want to drive an electric car. I certainly car. don't
2: want to drive an electric car. Funny
0: that, actually, I see you in an electric car. Thank you very much. I don't know why I do. Uh, thank you to David Perry, whose uh, friend Graham used to work in the projection room at the State Cinema in Kilburn. Ah. And, in fact, on that website... Is, state, is that there? It's on there, the State Cinema Kilburn. Um, you've got... It's going to be have... church, turned into a church. What? I mean, these... Well, because the trouble is video and DVD and stuff like that killed cinema. People still go to cinema, but even the Odeon in Leicester Square, we've, we've got two. You want to see on there what used to be on this Odeon before this Odeon was there. It's got really? all the bags. Oh, it's fantastic, that That'd site. Fantastic. Arthur Lloyd. Um, Steve. Outrageous to take out the BP petrol stations. Heaven save us from these people, says Barbara. Um I don't know how far out it is, or whether it's just in and around the London area. He said 50, didn't he? 50. I don't know how many petrol stations there would be in the London area. I have no idea. But when when I sort of asked about you know, the uh, the disruption to motorists. They're, they're only interested in hurting BP. Why not go picket BP's headquarters? But does this now mean that all the other petrol stations are going to hike their prices up in London? Because I don't know. there's fewer, fewer choices. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just sort of worry. As I say, people trying to make a living and they have to sell a lot of petrol to make mm. ends meet. I mean, around our way, garages go out of business almost on a daily basis.
2: Well, particularly because this... they're not
0: making any money. Well, particularly in this day and age, with you know everybody losing jobs there, for instance. Dell says, "I've just driven down Hampstead Road. Greenpeace have blocked off the BP garage with Harris fencing all around it and locked them together with bicycle locks." Oh, you're a bit—you're you're, you're not in favour of this, judging by what we're getting so far. You seem to be quite anti. Do 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 text if you're in favour. Eight four eight five zero. Lou says, "Who do these eco-fascists think they are? They think they're Greenpeace." And some things, I mean, I would agree with, but I don't agree if you're taking away somebody's living. No, that's the bit I don't agree with. You know, I can understand some of the things. But he never answered do. that
2: question you were asking him. You know, he kept repeating the but same thing. He just thing. kept repeating the
0: same line. Yes.
2: He never answered it.
0: But again, it's hitting the big companies. I mean, to be honest with you, I suppose really the, the sort of the other side of me might say, well, I tell you what, let, let's go and picket all the tobacconists who are selling cigarettes. Yes. Because they kill people. Let, let, let's do that, uh, Steve. I've just woken up. I've, have you seen the new book Lost London by Philip Davis? No, I should go and check it out a little bit later. Sounds quite nice. Uh, Marion likes waking up in the morning. Sorry, <laughs> that—that's the message. And listening to the show. Oh right, okay. <laughs> it's like, okay. So there you go. Right, so it's so like waking up. It's, yes, I, I thought the waking it's, it's up bit, to that every day. I waking know. Up. Well, we all like well, just we all waking like that, up yes. in the morning, which we love. Eight four eight five zero. Steve at LBC <laughs> And uh, there are loads of pieces to the paper today about this new girl. Uh, who's going to be the uh, the replacement for Christine Dreary Bleakley? And uh, strangely enough, one of the columnists is saying, you know, luckily about we don't know anything about her at the moment. It's a shame she wrote her column before she opened up today's papers because they're all there. But I love the story in yesterday's papers about John Snow. John Snow, who's a keen cyclist, but in fact breaks every rule under the sun. What, no helmet. Uh, where's his helmet? Oh, right, where's the helmet? Where's his helmet? Jumps red lights. Oh, okay. Rides on the pavement. All right. And the Daily Mail, I think it was the Daily Mail, followed him the other day. Uh Uh-huh. And they counted something like 20 misdemeanours. He cycled on the pavement. He jumped red lights. He turned the wrong way up a one-way street. He was using his mobile phone while cycling. And they go, of course, Jon Snow was unavailable for comments. (laughs) Of course. Bit of a shame, actually. Of course. Uh, Another popular move by Greenpeace Steve that will affect no one but the average man. That's from Ian. And Steve says, uh, this one here, what on earth has BP got to do with buying green cars? Greenpeace would make a bigger statement by blocking a refinery rather than stopping small businesses. Well, I should imagine there's going to be people who own garages going, so we don't make any money today to pay the staff. Yeah, you exactly. know, nobody's Because if you can't even get into the station, you can't even go and buy a chocolate bar now. So that's not particularly good news, oh, well. is it? just
2: going back to about healthy eating. Oh, yes. Um,
0: and how uh, you were having a little bit of go, that you do eat healthy veggies. Yes. Apparently, um, you ate 16 fish fingers. Do you know, strangely enough, I did, but... They, and, that would and, be one six. You would have eaten them, too, if you tried them. These that's were Young's fish fingers. I love the week. Go on, defend this, defend this. And go. they had chip shop batter on. Well, I've never had. I've had normal fish. These were right. Young's, Eight for a pound... And I put them in the halogen oven, eight which does eight for a pound. For a pound. That's good. Oh, I thought it was good, oh, yeah, yeah. So good. I bought two two boxes, mm. and I ate the first box because well, they, they just fit eight in. eight. They're, they're, they're hard, There's hardly anything in them. Hard, honestly, crumb, crumb, okay. and as uh, so I and then I I like did between bread. So. No, did I did did it between yourself? bread. No, I just did another box though. <laughs> so you just <laughs> ate them by by themselves? Yes, in the halogen. Well, the halogen, as you know, crisps up beautifully. It, does. it certainly does, and we like that a lot. So I was I was very very pleased about that. One here. Uh, says joe says you 're right it 's not going to affect b p one bit but certainly inconvenient for all of us well it says if they've they closed off the uh, the garages and Phil says i thought b p wasn 't the one who made the plug that failed on the seabed. Will Greenpeace go over to America and picket the firm that made it well <laughs> that we we'll never know all I the should shops imagine are selling the plugs and uh, and Cindy, not a fan of the the man from Greenpeace, who she calls a few pertinent names uh Steve Hampstead Road Northwest one Uh, closed. I drive an ambulance. Uh, what about all the ill patients? They have a, they have a a contract with BP. You go in and you fill up the ambulance. Oh, right. Not good news, but I'm sure that'll, uh, that'll be interesting. Cindy says, so he's closed down BP stations. I shall go somewhere else. Not a fan at all. Thank you for your company this morning. Thank you to Alan. He's off on his holidays tomorrow. Yay! Two weeks. Two weeks. You really enjoy it. You deserve it. No, trust me, I will. Nothing you can say is going to put me off the moon. No, good. I'm back with you tomorrow morning. Nick's with you after the news at 7. First of all, the business update with Chris Rogers. Thank you. Good morning. The FTSE 100 will start trading today.